Let's turn our attention to Daniel Jones. Oh, speaking of Daniel. the name. Giants franchise tag, I mean, make around $32 million. Report out there, he's looking for 45. This is the ultimate bachelor party in Thailand situation, Wilds. <laughs> oh, you think he just wants like 38? No, well, yeah, this is, I, the, the, I always say it all the time, you and you, you want to go to Vegas with your buddies, you tell your wife you're going to Thailand with your buddies, she's apoplectic, you're like, okay, fine. Vegas it is, and then she's happy about it when she would have been apoplectic about that. Uh, yeah, this is a way, to, he thinks, to get him to $37 million, which is outrageous and lunacy for Daniel Jones, but nobody thinks they're getting him $45 million. He's trying to get above the franchise tag number, I think. Look, for two years, I might do it for two years. What? Something around there. 40, 45. What? For two years. Continue to give me Daniel Jones. For two years. He threw 15 touchdowns. For two years. For two years. I'm not giving him a long term deal. For two years, I get to see, unless Dable knows. Why would you not just franchise him? This guy's not that good. Well, that's what they should do. I agree. Franchise him. Do what you got to do to keep Saquon. But plan A A is franchising. All right? You think Saquon's more valuable to him? No. Oh, no. Okay. I think they let Saquon walk. Oh, maybe, but franchise Jones, that should be plan A. Yeah. But plan B, 45. if I have to end up paying him a good amount of money, I'll do it for two years. What? Okay. Go ahead, wow. Coach. It's, it's one of those things, that, and it's to the point that Nick just made. When you have an uncertainty on a quarterback and you're in the situation that the Giants are in, so the, the Giants had the upside of Daniel played better than he had been playing, and he made a ton of progress. But as as he reached the ceiling, was was that the the um, the outlier? Was last year the outlier? Is this really who he is? And with another year in the system, how much can he grow? And, and Brian's going to have a good idea of of what that looks like. But if you're not sure, you you bet one year on it. You see see what happens, and, and then you move forward. It's hard to envision a long term deal at this point based off of last season because the numbers. Even his quarterback rating was was the best of his career, but it was still like a 94. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. we're, we're not talking about gigantic elite numbers here. We're talking about really good numbers in comparison to not very good numbers. Okay, so I'm going to show you Daniel Jones' improvement from la- first few years to last year. Now, Nick, yeah. you were the biggest Daniel Jones hater. You called him the fumblingest of Fumbler all. Fumbler of all fumblers. Yes. Yeah. And guess what? Like he got better yep. in every category yep. thanks to Brian Dayball. Yep. Now, obviously, Dayball was with the Bills and saw Josh Allen, who, again, you're no huge fan of, get much better once Stephon Diggs showed up. Yeah. So the Giants' leading receivers, I mean, one of them is on the Chiefs, Kadarius yeah. Tony. <laughs> one of them is just a memory of Kenny Galladay. Yeah. But Slayton, Richie James, yeah. Isaiah Hodgins. Yeah, so here's so some receivers. Maybe if he gets somebody, you know, all of a sudden, like, yeah. wow, is Daniel Jones the new Wait for it. Josh Allen? Can I just say oh. there's very few times that I, that I say, yeah, the quarterback needs help. This is one of those the times where I actually needs agree help. See? the okay. quarterback the, needs but help. But those are not – so let, give me 60 seconds here, Hope, sir. The, the – those numbers – Wilds, you've seen me bowl. Eight turnovers Hold in on. 2022. You've seen, you've seen me bowl. I'm a horrible bull. Uh, Embarrassingly bad. Horrible. It, horrible. <laughs> That's what everybody else says. What, so me bowling regularly was that first stat column. If then I was like, hey, Wilds, let's go bowling. Yeah. And we put the bumpers up, and I bowled 125. You'd be like, what? Could I be like, wow, I doubled my output? Or it'd be like, okay, <laughs> now let's see it with the bumpers back down and see actually if it's any good. The point is, if the Giants want to know if they should ever invest in Daniel Jones, yes, I do agree they should go get a receiver. 
And yes, they should also take the training wheels off and make him run an adult offense. Not this veer, quarterback power, hey, we're, we're going to make it work to try to... We, they, Brian Dable's got to do an odd thing, which is maybe not give them the very best chance to win every single week because he hopes to be there a very long time. No, and you've got to get the information. You've got to find out, can this guy run a modern offense? Can he throw the there football down and the six. field? Right, and, and they're one. a run team. They still have a top a game, run back. I think. It's a 17-game season. They tied one. Oh, it was, okay. It was 9-7-1. Nine, 9-7-1 nine, nine, is, I think, how it finished. <laughs> they have a top fine. running but back. He missed a game. He can he run. Play. Missed he a game. game. Well, yeah. your math but is correct. Remember, he's what? a good running quarterback, too. That's great. I, I'm, I'm proud of you for being a good running quarterback. you got to be able to throw the football in this league. He threw the ball more than 230 yards three times all year. Twice was against the Vikings. You got If you want to invest in him, Go pay, go pay a wide receiver, and then let him try to run a real offense. And if he can do that, then sign him. If not, you got to turn the page. I thought he was pretty good, Coach. Coach agrees with me on this. Yeah, look, I, I think at this point you got to see what he is. And there was a lot of, of thought and effort put into maximizing his ability and minimizing the turnovers. They did a really good job of it. And, and look, there was a lot of times where he played above – Above his his level and and with a lot of layoffs say, and, hard and, and, and things that are Lamar really had seventeen. What Lamar yeah. missed a third of the season. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Daniel Jones missed one game. Okay. You just figured that out. He had fifteen touchdown passes. Don't be the Daniel Jones. Hard, hard to pay him forty five million though. Someone's got to be the fifteenth best quarterback in the league. Yeah, that's yeah. Derek Carr. He's yeah, okay. who's 14? Who's 14? Daniel expensive. Jones. No, no. Yes, he is. No. 15? Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Welcome back to the show. Mike Fisher of CowboysSI.com. Noting that the Cowboys might get a new quarterback. What? Fisher writes, the Cowboys find themselves, quote, intrigued by Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud in NFL source tells CowboysSI.com. I don't know the how, the source said, but Dallas is absolutely intrigued by Stroud. What? The how is simple. (laughs) The how is simple. What? Trade Dak to to the Colts? Yeah, to the Colts or the Texans for the pick. That's the only how. The how is that, Drew? You would trade Dak Prescott for the pick that becomes C.J. Stroud. That's the only way to do it. You down with it? I've thought long and hard about this. You got it. Because I, hold on. I love C.J. Stroud. I, I like him better than Bryce Young. 
But after look, and obviously Nick, you size. you know this. It helps you if you got a quarterback on the rookie scale because you can go fill out the roster elsewhere, add what they need. But I had to at the end of the day say, you know what, I wouldn't do it. And here's why: because C.J. Stroud, no matter how much I like him, he's still an uncertainty. Right? How many? I mean, we've seen number one picks, Baker sure, Mayfield and Sam Darnold and Marcus. Mar- All these guys are top three picks. Marcus Mariota and uh, uh, oh. Zach, Zach, uh, Zach Wilson. So sure. I, I know what I have in Dak. You might have your questions about him. He hadn't been great, obviously, in the playoffs lately. But I know what I have in him. So I would stay with Dak and try to add DeAndre Hopkins with oh. what I'm trying to do. There That's my go. plan A. So. I don't know. Look, they could be intrigued, but what are they going to do with that $89 million worth of dead money? Like, how, how, how Well, but if they work? trade him, it's not full 89 because somebody takes on his salary. The, the, the cutting him is where he's though. Well, yeah. look, there's still, with trades, there's still a significant amount of sure. dead money here. And, and then you're going you're gonna to make this move now. They've talked about how they want him to be there for 10 years. They've talked about how he's such an important part of the organization moving forward. And I don't think that there's an insincerity when, when they say that. And, and they may be intrigued, but, but to me, there's just posturing. They're, they're not going to make a move like this. And, and when you take a rookie quarterback, even the highest ones, and, and I know we're all going to say this guy's a once-in-a-generational talent. Yeah, like every, it's going to go through the same, same iterations that we always go through about how great this next group okay. of quarterbacks is going to be. But you, you do have a, a, a certain level of performance there. Is it necessarily the Patrick Mahomes level? No, but I think they can win no. with him. And I think they have a chance to, to win big with them, you know, at some point. And, and now you're trading that for, for a significant amount of uncertainty. I don't think it makes sense. Oh, okay. You seem to, Wilds, think that this would be insane. This is insane. Yeah, I'm a Dak Prescott guy. Okay. On the record. Listen, and I am, I am not right now saying I would do this. I, I do not have a refined opinion on C.J. Stroud, as Brew does. And I'll be honest, I've been burnt enough on my college quarterback evaluations. Oh, I was a big Josh yeah. Rosen guy. There's, uh, so I'm, I'm the sticking. I'm, right, exactly. I mean, I'm, sticking, right, I'm, I'm sticking with the Prince yeah. and Caleb Williams in a year and the rest. And Bryce Young I'm not high on because he's tiny and I don't like small quarterbacks. But this is the defense of the idea. Now, first of all, I don't think it's available to them because I think that they called up Houston and offered them Dak Prescott for the number two pick. I think Houston says no. But let's say Houston D'Amico was like, you know what, this division, I don't want to, you know, I'm a defensive guy anyway, I want a quarterback that can lead my offense. You know, I would do it. The argument is, yes, you would have $40 million of dead money this year, which is the same cap it you'd have with Dak. Then you'd have four years of basically a free quarterback. And how does that work? Well, Russell Wilson went to two Super Bowls under that circumstance. The Eagles twice have been to a Super Bowl with different coaches and different quarterbacks under that scenario. The Bengals went to Super Bowl under that scenario. The Chiefs went to two Super Bowls under that scenario. And I'm leaving one out. It is a cheat code to building a stacked roster. The Rams, pardon me, they were the other team that went to a Super Bowl under that scenario with golf. The first, oh, the, 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 yeah, with is golf. A secret? The, what is it? And, and so you, have, you sound like you would do it. If, if I were the Cowboys, and whoever's in charge of my draft, Stephen Jones, whomever said, we believe this guy is the guy, then of course I would do it. Of course I would do it. I, because I think we know, ex- for mm. good or for bad, we know exactly what Dak is, and we know that he is very expensive and getting more expensive. And so, if, and, and we also know the Cowboys have been butting up against 
this hard ceiling. What's the best Cowboys team we've seen in the last 20 years? Dak's rookie year. When they were able to load up on talent everywhere, the quarterback was not very expensive, and they went 13-3 and and played an epic playoff game with the Packers. But you're not going to get that free free pass with, with the, for, the quarterback because you're going to have the dead money. For, so for one year. No, no, no. For one year you would. But then year two, three, and four of C.J. Stroud or whomever it would be, you would have all of that. So I'm not advocating for it. But what I'm saying is the idea that it's just crazy, it is not crazy. It is If any team has a quarterback that they think is good but not great that could get a quarterback that, A, they think could be better eventually, and, B, you know is incredibly cheap immediately, you have to think about it. Yeah, you like have to look the at it. 49ers did it and trade away three first-round draft picks for a yeah, quarterback. Yeah, it doesn't always yeah. work. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying <laughs> it's makes, a foolproof. You have to pick the right guy. but And he has to not break his leg. But it's not an insane idea. New Ravens OC Todd Monken was asked about working with Lamar. Also, what would happen if he didn't work with Lamar due to the contract quagmire we're currently in? Here's what he said. Take a listen. How difficult will it be uh, Lamar holds out coming the first week of the season? You know, how far behind will he be with your install? Oh, I'm sure he'll be behind, but um, it's still just football. I mean, I think sometimes we make this out to be way too much, you know. I mean, it's just football. It's been playing. I don't know when he started, maybe at five years old with the Purple Pounders or something in Miami or something. I mean, it's just football. Like, we'll cater to what he knows and play. Mm. Sure. Coach, I'll be honest with you. If you came on and said that as part of your analysis, I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just football. What do you think, Coach? Just football. Nick, your reaction. Well, I mean, I think it's a terrible answer. And I, the listen, the, he's not he's not a head coach, and he's not going to be given a lot of interviews, and it's not. So I'm not going to kill the guy for it. I think it's a bad answer, but I also think it's indicative of the terrible spot the Ravens have put themselves in. This is there is a reason why quarterbacks do not get franchise tagged. Three quarterbacks ever have played under the franchise tag. You know what they all had in common? None of them were first-round picks. None of them were anything close to a league MVP at that point in time, and none of their teams really deeply, fully believed in them. Drew Brees played under the franchise tag for the Chargers, who then got rid of him. He's a second-round pick. Kirk Cousins played under the franchise tag twice. He was a fourth-round pick. Dak Prescott played under the franchise tag for a full season, was a fourth-round pick. Now you have Lamar, a first-round pick, a league MVP, and the team's like, no, we'll just franchise tag him. It doesn't happen at this position, and one of the reasons I would imagine, Coach, is even if you're not installing a totally new offense, you need your quarterback there for, hopefully, OTAs, certainly training camp. And so people can understand this before I give it to you. If they franchise tag him, he can sign it days before, if he ever signs it, days before the season starts, and there's no penalty. So I know on sports TV everywhere they're going to say Lamar Jackson's holdout. There is no holdout because he's not under contract. He would just be not signing it. And if you're trying to install a new offense, potentially with new weapons, and Lamar shows up September 9th, it's like, okay, I'll well, take my real 45 se- not million. Not like the NFL calendar. No, I'm talking about real season. He, he, they, they hand it to him. He signs it whenever he wants. It's a brutal spot for the Ravens if he does sign it because he can wait until days before the season starts. Yeah, that'd be worst-case scenario. And you could say it's, it's just football. Remember, Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay and is trying to learn a new system. Right. And, and he's struggling, and he was there mm-hmm. yep. for a decent amount of time. So now you're talking about a system that's, that's very different than what Greg Roman did. They're talking about tempo and no huddle and, and all these different things 
where where Greg Roman's system was more deliberate and they they controlled time of possession. And so so that's all that's all a transition that that he's going to have to go through. And, and he hasn't coached anybody like Lamar. He's coached Jameis Winston when he was a coordinator in Tampa, and then it was Baker Mayfield in Cleveland, and then Stetson Bennett. So he's got to get used to having an athlete like that and really figuring out what works in his system for him. It, it's a it's a it's a horrible situation to be in if if that's how it turns out where he comes in that late for both Lamar and and for the Ravens. If Lamar's plan is to do that, if he's thinking if they're going to franchise me, I'm just going to wait till right before the season to sign. Then Lamar should just ask for a trade right now. He should just say, "Look, we've been negotiating for a year and a half. We are miles apart. Trade me. Just trade me." That would enable him to get a little bit of uh, control of the situation. Right now, they have all the control. I know he can sit, not sign it, and that's a little bit of control, but they essentially control the situation. If he says, just trade me, we can't come to an agreement, then they either have to improve their offer significantly or trade him. Everybody will know now Lamar wants out. So I, I think that's what he should do because if he were to come back right before the season – when he comes back, Coach, he needs to play well. Like, there are already questions about him because the way he plays, because he's not that big for a running quarterback, because he's been hurt the last two years. Like, he can't come in and afford to not know what the heck he's doing and look bad in the offense. So I think he should say, look, trade me if indeed he's thinking about doing this. Well, the exerting control, depending on how that injury really played out the last season, the season before, and that's where the control can come into play. When, you, when you're dinged up a little bit, you can make a decision, do I wait till I'm 100% healthy or do I come back and, and play through it? And, and when you've got this kind of money on the line, you wait till you're 100% healthy, and that's another way so to could, exert control. Could theoretically, I don't think he would do this, but just theoretically, he, he signs the franchise tag. Maybe, let's say it's the exclusive tag. Yeah. And in the first play of the game, he gets hit. You're like, you know what? Not 100%. And then sits for the – it's of like, course. like a quiet quitting. Of like, course. Look, I, I had a guy one time who had a back injury the week before the season, and then his contract got signed and the injury disappeared. Oh. And it was one of those things where everybody knew what the back injury right. was – but that was real leverage that, that they have. And, and, and you never want to get into that. You never want to question the, uh, an athlete's injury or not injury. But that part of the, the world exists. This is headed in a terrible direction. And like any divorce, if you're going to ultimately get divorced, the earlier you admit it and rip the Band-Aid off, the better it is for everybody. Okay. And so, I don't know. Very I, personal there. Well, no, it's not. Here's a story. Diana Rossini had a great report. Said that the Jets told Derek Carr he could be a first ballot Hall of Famer if he wins in New York. What? Okay. You okay. want to go here? Yeah, I would like to. Okay. Quickly. Bro, how many people do you think are in the Fresno State Football Hall of Fame? Give it a guess. Give it a guess. Seven? Seventy-one. Oh. Oh. Derek Carr, not one of them. So let's That's work ridiculous. on that. It's true. His brother is. He's not. So let's work on the Fresno State Football Hall of Fame okay. before we get to Canton. Here's the reason, though, even though he's not going to be a first any ballot Hall of Famer, I think the Jets should do this. I have an unbelievable graphic for you. 36 quarterbacks last year threw at least 175 passes. 
You want to see the three lowest rated ones? It, you, oh, it better wow. not be. Let Mac me just Jones. show it to better, you. Mac Jones it's not. not be on the side. No. 36 oh, quarterbacks. Okay. Through at least 175 wow. All passes. three of theirs were the lowest. The worst, the second worst, and the third worst were Jets. That's so a you great don't graphic. Have, you don't have to be great for it to be a great upgrade on a team that, despite that, was seven and four last year at one point in time. Well, well why would you say this? Why would you say, look, if I'm if I'm Derek Carr's agent, I'm a, I'm a first ballot Hall of Famer. Pay me like a first oh ballot Hall of Famer. That's the first thing. There I don't know go. why you say it that way. <laughs> then if I'm the Jets and I say this guy can be a first ballot Hall of Famer, and he comes into New York and he struggles, every fan is going to be like. What what happened to this yeah, guy? This guy's supposed strut. to be a first ballot Hall right. of Famer. Right. And, <laughs> and then you look at it like, does he have better coaching? Does he have better players? Is he facing less formidable defenses? Is there less pressure in New York than there is Las Vegas? Like, what what value comes from this statement for anybody involved, except maybe Derek Carr and his agent, who then can He's negotiate eager. like a first ballot? Hall of Fame. I agree with you, Coach, but let me say this. Oh, oh, come on. First of all, you win the Super Bowl in New York, it doesn't mean you're a Hall of Famer. Phil Simms won two. Hostetler won one. Simms won one. They're not Hall of Famers, obviously. Eli, will he be first ballot? No. He'll okay. get He'll in probably at some point. get in, right. But I'm just going to say this. Oh, my gosh. If Derek Carr go because he's already made four Pro Bowls equal Wait. to Eli Wait. in nine years and Eli played. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me, just let me say this. <laughs> I do I think Derek Hart's gonna make the Hall of Fame? No. Bro. But what I'm saying is this. Bro. If he goes to New York and wins he's thirty one. No. And has five really good seasons. Yeah. And they win a Super Bowl? No, bro. Are you telling me there is no, no everything chance. is Matt. Coach, bro, you know this. Bro, you everything did this last is year with Matt Stafford. In New York. You did this no, with Matt Stafford. I didn't. You I did. just said it and might then, be a discussion. No, bro, you I, did this with Matt Stafford. If he has five coach, no. And then at the beginning of this year. In New York, it's magnified. No, bro does this thing. If you're bad in New York, it's the worst. If you're good in New York, it's the best. And then nine months later, he's like, some people were saying. You did this with Stafford. You were like, some people were saying Stafford was going to be all favorite. That's something Who's better, uh, Phil Sims or Derek Carr? Derek Carr had better regular season so far than Phil Sims. I think obviously Phil better Sims than Hostetler. Do you look at the regular season records? Uh, it just production and Carr's been better. Thirty years ago, okay. And if you, I'm not just talking about the raw numbers. Sure. Carr, Eli, I think is an art in the regular season. But Eli was mediocre in the regular season. It's an argument. We got an hour left in the show. I'm I'm just saying. Am I off base? You're off base. If he has four great Hall of Famer, now Bruce, now we're like I'm in sixth ballot. (laughs) Hall of Fame's Hall of Fame to me. If he has four or five great years with the Jets, so what? And they win a Super Bowl. He's not going to the Hall of Fame. He's not a Hall of Famer. I think it's out there. I don't mind it. You just put it out I think there. it's out there. There's type there saying it. I, people, I heard it. It's people, out there. Bro, how people. many quarterbacks from this era are making the Hall of Fame? If Carr makes it, we got to put 13 in. Do Matt I Ryan's think he's going to make it? Phil no. Rivers is in. But it, does Cam Matt Ryan have in. a Super Bowl? Does Cam have a Super Bowl? They, they went there and they won League MVP. They didn't, no, you they win didn't win the Super Bowl. Oh. That, the answer is no. You're putting Stafford in. No, I'm not putting he Stafford in. He won a Super Bowl. I broached the topic. Welcome back to a huge show. This is going to be a great five minutes because you're not going to believe the things Brew is about to say. Brock Purdy was going to have surgery. It's now delayed because of inflammation. So his timetable's pushed back a little bit. He still should be okay. Uh, Brew, now who do you believe in? Who do you want the 49ers to roll with? I'll give you some options. Brock Purdy was on the team. Trey Lance, who has a bright future. 
I mean, <laughs> please. I mean, I cannot believe. <laughs> Say it. Or Jimmy G. Plan. He's back. <laughs> I'm, look, from a football, I'm taking Brock Purdy out because, you know, Iowa Mafia and all that. Of Let's course. say he can't play because of this delay he or whatever. He should be all right. Okay, if he's all right, I'm going with Brock. But oh. if he's not, from a football standpoint, Nick, I'm uh, from a football standpoint with a team that's built to win, let's see. I can go with the guy that when he's healthy, we get to the NFC title game at least. Or when he's All unhealthy. Right? like this He's year. unhealthy a lot of times. But when he's healthy, we get to the NFC title game. Or I can go with the guy that started seven games, including college, in the last four years. And that didn't show me a lot in the few he started in the NFL. I'm going to go with Jimmy G from a football standpoint. I get the business, and if I'm Jimmy G, I'm not giving you a discount because the Raiders will probably give him a real salary. So I get that from a business standpoint. But football-wise, Nick, their best – They don't even want him. What is that type of discount? Their best chance of winning would be with Jimmy G over Trey Lance. Bro, but it's a salary (laughs) cap sport, right? Okay. What do you mean? Okay, you act like that doesn't. Uh, oh. No, but hold do you on. think Jimmy's gonna come play for free? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying from a football well, standpoint. Okay, no. Jimmy G should go to the Raiders, assuming they're gonna play. Okay, no, but I'm not asking about. I'm, we're asking about the Niners. Yes. Should would you play Trey Lance, who you have under contract, who when he has played, except for in the monsoon, actually has played just fine. If you look at the numbers, he has had very limited opportunities. Just fine. Yeah, he's been just fine for a guy making his first two starts in the I'm league. I'm beyond yes. just hold, fine. But Jimmy's not. <laughs> I need just hold on. Just or fine. would you play him? Or would you go hat in hand back to Jimmy G and say, we'll pay you 30-some million dollars? No, no. That's, look, what? financially I get it. What you... I'm just saying from a football no, standpoint, th- if you just looking at it from a football standpoint, Nick, Jimmy G, you'd rather have him behind center than Trey but you I get the money. But, I can't okay. do it. But I'm just saying from but a football standpoint. But the thing is, is you don't you, – you, I disagree with you and so do the Niners. The Niners they made the decision. a year ago, too. The, That's a good point. They he got a broke point. his leg. Guys, they didn't he want, didn't, no, he didn't tra- want, no. Trey Lance Shanahan didn't, didn't want him on the team, said, yeah, we're saying goodbye to Jimmy G. They did the whole thing. Next thing you know, Jimmy G's because back Because Jimmy G came to them hat in hand and said, no one will trade for me. No. Nope. Nope. Well, well, I mean, look, Jimmy, that's what happened. Jimmy that is G what did happened. take a, a significant pay cut. Yes, no one would no trade one. for him at $29 million a year, which yes. I get. Right. But he's going to get that and more yeah. from the Raiders, R- most likely. The, go ahead. I, look, I, to me, this is totally different than, than the Jordan Love discussion because Trey Lance has nobody in front of him right now. Brock Purdy's not going to be ready. They obviously felt extremely good about what his potential was in this system. He really hasn't had an opportunity to show what he can do. You definitely got to go with Trey Lance, knowing, hope, or hoping that Brock Purdy at some point is going to be able to come back in the mix, and they're either one, two, however that works out. But Trey Lance does present some things that Jimmy G doesn't. He presents some huge yeah. upside. He doesn't and they, throw they, with they, his eyes closed. Doesn't well, run out of the back of the end zone. Well, they just get you to the NFC they, title. They've gone, he hasn't had a chance. Well, yeah, they, you really don't know where, where he is. And he's got a his, Jimmy G's got a history of injuries, too. Agreed. It's not like you're buying some guarantee that you're going to get 17 games in the playoffs, even if you go back. Well, look, I agree. I would not pay Jimmy G what he can get on the market. But we don't know what he back. can get out well, of the market. Well, uh, you're right. If, if the Raiders don't want him, I mean, that's what all the reports say, then I don't know where he's going to What would you up. pay him? I think he's getting, by today's standards, he's getting in the 30s. 
Would, so you'd be okay. Don't you think the Raiders you, will give him that? No, if, if I'm the Niners, the financial situation they're in, I would go with Trey. I'm saying strictly football. I would rather have Jimmy G starting there if, than Trey Lance. Uh, it's, it's such an incomplete evaluation. You've got to see what Trey Lance can do. You've invested right. so much that's, that's why I think in, in, do in this guy and, and his future and the upside. You've got to give him a chance. But those are kind of not looked out reasons. of his depth when he has played. But he, has he looked really good? He, he looked – listen. It's like this much of a – Right. It's a he, his rookie season, the two games he played, he played very well in one and mediocre in the other. Okay. This year, he played one game in a torrential downpour. <laughs> no, that it was, it was guys. Chicago, it was. It's not like the, the, the Trevor Lawrence five-fumble game where it was raining and I call it a monsoon. <laughs> yeah, this this was, was a torrential downpour. And then the next game, he played one series and broke his leg. To act like we've seen Trey Lance and the results aren't promising is no, unfair. That, that's fair. And that we cannot – Gloss over the fact that Jimmy G's one thing you had was, ah, it takes you to the conference championship game or further, when they just had Mr. Irrelevant go He's undefeated not and take them to the conference He's championship game. He's not Mr. Game. Irrelevant anymore. But, He's actually a solid quarterback. Or, or it is exactly what I told you, which is any baseline competent quarterback can do that. With that Ryan offense Hoyer. and that team. Yeah, not baseline Nick competent. Mullins. Not baseline competent. Brian Horst is not baseline competent? Not as a starter. Of course not. Which is Can why he's he win never a couple start. of games? But, How about that? Which is, no, baseline competent. C.J. Beathard? I don't know. C.J. Beathard. We're bringing up C.J. Beathard. Brian Hoyer is competent. Okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, sir, like. Bruce Big Takes you, today are Derek Carr's a Hall of Famer. You're one and, for four. And Brian Hoyer's got Hold on. You, 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 you just right? We got four quarterbacks. I want to the Brian Hoyer part of the play. I want to be we loved got the one. way that you love Jimmy J. Yeah, everybody I, I does, that. man. I don't think that he's going to the Raiders either. Yeah. It's not as good as Derek Carr. No, but they're, they're not bringing back. Welcome back to a big Thursday show. Check in on Lamar. Here's the update. Still good luck. Team and Lamar need to make a decision on the franchise tag by March 7th. Nick? Yeah. You are high on trading Lamar. Well, it's it, look, no, I'm I just think that's where this is ending. Do you think he asks for it or the Ravens make the move or it's mutual? I think it's it's going to end up being mutual cuz they're not going to pay him. And everyone else is going to be getting paid and everyone except for Joe Burrow that's going to get paid has accomplished less than him. And Burrow even doesn't have the regular yeah, the MVP, season success, right. but he still he mm-hmm. obviously has far more postseason success. I've been waiting for this article, the old 3,000 words notebook dump on everything that went on, and it was about what you expected to read, that the Ravens were flummoxed by Lamar's lack of availability at the end of the year. It also had a lot of that Lamar had, you know, more flashes of anger and frustration. I thought that was... I thought that was unfair. I didn't like it. But... I was still waiting oh, to read Oh, he slammed his helmet. He sla- like, all of that, it felt, it felt unfair. But the point is, someone from the Ravens, th- those are good reporters that, that, that have been covering yep. this team for a yep. while for ESPN. I give them credit. Jameson, and I forget the other's name, but it's a good reporter. Jimmy Fowler. Th- thank you. Fowler and Hensley were, wrote it. And so someone was telling them that. Didn't paint Lamar in the greatest light imaginable. That's intentional. And they just don't value him the way he feels he should be valued. And the longer that they pretend they're going to get, that they're going to, Lamar's going to fold, I think the worse off they're going to be. And even if Bruce right, that he will, that he wouldn't hold out the whole year, coach, I think they would be 
DOA, if under a new offensive coordinator with a new system, they franchise tag him and he doesn't show up until three days before the season, which is his right. I think you might as well then trade him because this season is going to be lost before it even gets started. Well, plus, if they're saying they were flummoxed by him not playing and and they they couldn't believe that happened – what would make them think that it wouldn't happen again? If, if, they, if it happened this year, what, what makes you think that if you reach an impasse again, that that same situation couldn't easily rear its head the, yeah. this, the same way? And it's at some point, one side's going to have to give significantly, and it seems like Lamar is, is pretty well dug in, and, and understandably so. How do you sit in that division and, and see another guy get the deal that he gets and then have your team come back and say, well, you know, we can't do that for you. It, it, it's a hard pill to swallow for, for a guy. Yeah, what's happening is the team, as maybe all the teams would like to try to do, is acting like the Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson contracts. Those are the ones. That's where you can set the market, right? Go better than them. They're, they're like ignoring the Deshaun contract. Yes. And he's looking at the Deshaun contract as he should and saying, look, I want – I'm better than him. I've done more than him. I don't have the off-the-court field baggage that he has. I should get paid more. And I think he should ask for the trade so he can get, gain some control of this situation. And I, I think, look, this to me, this puts the Jets in an interesting situation because they already seem to be waiting on Aaron Rodgers before they fully go in on Derek Carr. I would, of all three of those guys, I want Lamar Jackson if I'm them. So I think they need to wait and see what happens with this. Nick, do you think uh, in this article, the deal that he was offered in September was 133 million guaranteed, 250, 133 guaranteed. So it's less than Deshaun, but more, like Mm -hmm. you mentioned, than uh, Tyler and Russ. Yeah. And then we also heard that they were. $100 $100 million right, apart, which is $240 million guaranteed. Right. Do you think it's going to get down to, hey, 180 These are like astronomical numbers, and at the same time, he deserves to get it. So I don't know where you're like, I want 180 I want 200 Well, you I think, think what the Ravens hope is, is that Herbert or Burrow gets done, that they're at like 140 and then they can go back to Lamar and say, see, like, look, okay. Yeah. And then they, they will up theirs, you know what I mean, a bit. Yeah. But that is a dangerous game for a lot of reasons. And this is where everyone, Lamar not having an agent is complicating in all facets. It makes negotiating complicated because as we've talked about, the team usually says to the agent, here's why your guy doesn't deserve it, but you're going to say that to Lamar. Like, here's actually why you're not as good as, but we still love you. Right. But the other reason is agents – Advocate for their guys, but also grease the skids to get yes. deals done. They got to do business with these guys. They want their, you know, it's very often it's like, okay, my 3% of zero is a big dip, bigger <laughs> difference for me than 3%, you know, whether you get the guaranteed or not. It's just Lamar. I just don't think this gets done. I think when it doesn't get done initially, it's not getting done. And the longer it draws out, the worse it is for the Ravens. And so see if you can get a bunch they of first-round picks. And, and, hey, Mac Jones, couple firsts. Come on, do it. Send him some New England. New England needs a quarterback. I'm trying to help you out. Try yeah, to get Jaron Rodgers. Yes. Oh, he's out. You're out on Mac now. <laughs> For Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you got the money. Do it. Belichick could have drafted it. It took Sony yeah, Michelle. Drop the Photoshop. Drop the Photoshop yeah. in the back. It's Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Mac Jones wouldn't be mad at me for that. <laughs> Mac would do that. Aaron Rodgers. Out of the darkness retreat, refreshed, clear-minded. 
presumably now he'll focus on where to play next season. All right, back here with Coach Mangini, Greg Jennings. Greg, former teammate of yours, of course, got some ideas on where he should go. I, I can't wait to see this list. Absolutely. Top landing spots where he should go, not necessarily where you think he'll go, yes. but where he should go. I, I got five I got five what I believe to be really good spots, and we, we're just going to roll it. Let's put them up there. At number five, I got the 49ers. Now, I understand. I'm, very, <laughs> I'm already aware, you know, that the, the Green Bay Packers aren't going to trade them to an NFC team, let alone <laughs> the 49ers. Right. Like, but when you look at this situation, they don't know who their starting quarterback is going to be week one. They're hoping that Trey Lance is going to be healthy. They're hoping that Brock Purdy can get back to being healthy. But they have a vacancy that needs to be filled. Now, he, he did say when he was golfing, I'm not going to San Fran. Well, why did he so say that? Did he know they didn't want him or something? Because that I, didn't make I, I sense. I think that's just his feeling about San Francisco, which is the only reason that I have him at number five because he spoke so adamantly about I'm not going to San Fran. At number four, I have the Washington Commanders. Now, Ooh. look, I really like this team. Again, another NFC team. This is why they're at number four. But when you look at this roster, they have a number one wide receiver in Terry McLaurin. They have an up-and-coming young receiver in Johan Dotson. They have a running game. They have a, a head coach that, <laughs> that needs to win. When you right. look at what they did last year, they have pieces defensively that are getting healthy. This is a team that's in a tough division that needs a quarterback, a young quarterback in Howell, that you can either turn the keys over to him or you can let him wait and sit behind a guy like Aaron Rodgers. At number three, Coach, got your old Jets. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I got the Jets. Look, this – I this, did it with Brett Favre. <laughs> this is why they're number three for me. If you follow the, the steps of Brett Favre, I just don't believe that that's going to happen. Look, this team, we've talked about them all season long. Offensively, they have weapons all around. And if they can get back healthy at running back, you have weapons in the backfield. Defensively, we know who they are. Now, mind you, if they acquire Aaron Rodgers, they may have to give up some of what they do have. But this is a great spot potentially for Aaron Rodgers. At number two... We got the Las Vegas Raiders. Ooh. And I'm going to give you one reason and one reason only. <clears throat> Devontae Adams. <laughs> you got Devontae Adams. He, he understands who and what he is on the football field. Right. They will have immediate chemistry. Everything else will take care of itself. That's what the hope would be if you're a Las Vegas Raiders fan, if you're Josh McDaniels. But we'll see. Number one, Aaron, man, just oh, stay in Green Bay. Man. This is the best. This That's is the no best. Fun. This is the. It may not be fun because it's not new, but it's what you know. You're developing relationship with the young guys. You've you've started something that everyone felt like, man, if they would have had one more week, the Green Bay Packers would have made the postseason. I like Green Bay. This team is built to win. They've never been built to build upon what they want or restructure or retool. That's not what they do. You're there. It's laid up for you. Just win some games. All right, look, nicely done with the graphics. I see Aaron got a different look in each. Each one. Each. Yeah. Yeah, he nice. looks happiest, though, with Devontae. He looks happiest <laughs> with That's Devontae. why I just – Devontae. did that on purpose. Coach, go ahead and rip this list to shreds. I, I'm not. I'm not going to rip it to shreds. I actually really <laughs> like the number one spot. I think he should stay in Green Bay. I totally agree with that aspect. I don't think he's going to go to any NFC team because because it's not in Green Bay's best interest to cool. trade him trade him uh, in in that way. 
Where I would think would be an interesting spot is the Miami Dolphins. And, and, I agree. And here, here's why. I, first of all, they're not afraid of age. They were willing to, to, to do the Tom Brady deal. So that's one component. There's the uncertainty that you have with Tua. You don't know how well he's going to come back from the concussions. And even in coming back, how long is he going to last? I'd say the next thing is you've got Vic Fangio. So you've got a good defense. And now you've got a really good defensive coordinator. So you add that component. Plus Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, two explosive wide receivers. Yeah. Now you add Aaron Rodgers to that mix. That changes everything. And I'd say the last thing is it's another way to hurt the Jets. One of the best ways to, to prevent your opponent from getting better is to, is to stop them from getting the pieces that will help them to be better. So if they bring Aaron Rodgers in and it prevents them from going to the Jets, it changes the dynamic in, in Miami. Now, I don't think it can happen because they don't have a first-round draft pick. They've got some problems in terms of the salary cap. They're actually over the cap right, right now. However, that's not stopped the organization from doing creative things in the past to try to get to, to answers that they want to get to. Nah, look, I like Miami. I, I'm with you. I don't think it'll ha It doesn't seem like there's any traction there, but it would be good if they could get it done because they, they need to win now. I mean, they got the players where they want to win now. I like the, the list isn't bad. I'm, I'm messing with you about Probably ripping you it to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> but San, let's go to San Francisco because I, I didn't like, I mean, and again, maybe Aaron Rodgers knew, you know, maybe his agent reached out, see where the Niners are thinking, and there's no thought of bringing him in there. But one thing I will say is if, if he somehow went to the Niners, it is championship or bust. And like, like there, anything less than winning the Super Bowl, I think it would be viewed as failure for Aaron Rodgers. You know him. Does he want that? I wonder, like, why wouldn't you kind of behind the scenes push to go to San Francisco? Because that's your best chance to win the Super Bowl. So for me, anywhere outside of Green Bay is championship or bust. You think if he goes to the Jets, though? If you, yes. I don't think they can yes. win the Super Bowl. I don't think they can win the Super Bowl. It's next not year. whether or not they can win it or not, but that's the expectation. That would be the and expectation. And he forces his way out of Green Bay. Then, you, then your expectation is you're going to go there to win. And, and look, Tom Brady set the bar. Yes. Tom Brady set the bar, and now Russell Wilson lowered the bar. <laughs> right. so, and and that, that what we thought would happen as you change these, these elite quarterbacks didn't. But, but that's the expectation now. If you go somewhere that's ready to win and you, they need one missing piece and you're that missing piece – and you don't do it, it's, it's a disappointment. But to your, to your point, the 49ers and him saying that he does not, like I'm not going to San Fran, a lot of times players act like they want it all to be on them, but they really don't. Right. Like going to San Francisco, nobody – would say that's not the team to be. Everybody would say that's the team to be. Even beat. over Kansas City. You, you yep. got it. They're, they're the team. That's the only missing ingredient from them, in, in a lot of our opinion, a lot of people's opinions outside of Philly, the reason why they weren't in that Super Bowl game uh, this year, let alone you get Aaron Rodgers under center. That's the expectation done, signed, sealed, delivered. We're going to be in Super Bowl 58. I'm with you. And even though if people think had Brock Purdy stay healthy, they could win the Super Bowl or they could win it with Trey Lance. If Aaron Rodgers goes there and wins the Super Bowl with all of that talent around him, he still gets tons of credit. 
Like, I don't think people look, would look at it like, well, of course he won it. Look at that team. I think he would – Peyton Manning got credit for his last Super Bowl. We just think of him as winning two Super Bowls, Correct. right, even though he didn't do much and the defense was great. I mean, if, if Aaron – like I said, I don't know. Maybe he knows they don't want him. But to me, if he wants to leave Green Bay, that's where he should be trying to go.